This is episode 30. It was recorded on September 7th, 2019 in San Leandro, California at Mercado Amantoli. You'll meet some vendors at this event and learn about the Border Angels fundraiser that makes this mercado so unique. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate. Bienvenidos! It's a podcast where Latinx business owners share stories of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. I believe consumers want to support businesses they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. Also, join me on my business mindfulness series where I share business tips and activities that will help you grow and sustain your business. So please subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Okay, thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Relate and Elevate. And today I am in San Leandro, California, which is right next to Oakland, California. And I'm at a middle school, it's called Ben Croft Middle School. And I'm here at a mercado. And I'm here with the organizer of the Mercado. You want to introduce yourself and Hi. say what this is all about? I'm Joanna from Hijas del Maíz. Okay, and what is the name of this Mercado? And what what's this, so different and special about this Mercado? This Mercado is called Mercado Amantoli. And it was created with my, between myself, um, La Ruca Arch, which is, with this, which is Kathy, and Tu Tienda Azteca Oscar. We started this Mercado last year. We, um, Amantoli means um, artesano, and a lot of the people here, of course, you know, create their own things. And uh, we did it last year, and we a lot of the vendors decided that they wanted to continue doing it. They've been asking me, when is another gonna, another mercado going to happen? And um, you know, we're looking at a lot of stuff that is happening at the border, and we wanted to find a way to help out others. Um, I've been going to the Caravan of Love with Border Angels. I connected with Border Angels uh, of the Bay Area. They have a chapter here. And right now they have a, a mobile school bus that they took out there. And so we decided that half of the vendor's fees, we were going to do the Mercado today, are going to go to the, the kids out there because they need $20,000 for that. And also we're collecting um, school supplies, which we have right here in front, hula hoops and uh, backpacks and uh, pens, markers, everything that they need to have a school since they're waiting for asylum they don't um, necessarily have that they can't go to school right now so okay so this mercado is supporting the local chapter of border angels Mm -hmm. and border angels is the organization that is helping the kids at the border the the mexico u.s border yes and they're in they're on the mexico side and they're seeking asylum and so they can't go to school, they can't do anything, they don't have like a, they don't have a, I guess, a legal status, mm-hmm. I guess? Okay, so so they don't have a legal status, so they can't go to school in Mexico, but they're trying to come to the U.S. And so this, the Border Angels, that is that one of their projects right now, that they're helping out the kids that are seeking asylum? Yes, like I said, they have a bus out there, and the bus goes and helps out different um, shelters. And they'll go and give them classes. And it's only one bus, and there's over 150 shelters in Tijuana. Uh, okay. Well, I was going to ask you, was, yeah. is it in Tijuana? So, mm-hmm. it's like you said, it's a caravan, right? It's a bus, but other people 
follow them or it's so, just, well, the, just car- the bus? No, the Caravan of Love is almost every weekend or every other weekend. Um, what that is, is that they put out what they need, like hygiene, um, they need... Let's oh, say, they make a list. Yeah, they, for... they make a list of what they want. They need, and then we go, we collect items, and then we take it to the different shelters every other weekend. For example, in August, they did it every weekend because they were getting so much support. Mm-hmm. So they went and did it because, on top of you know them coming from other countries, they're also getting we're getting a lot of people deported. So these shelters are being very getting very impacted. Um, we went to one that literally was a tent city inside of a church. A tent? Tent city. Mm-hmm. So, this mercado is, is helping to fund the next caravan? Is, is that what it is? Or just... It's just the, the school mobile, the, the mobile school bus. The mobile school bus. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. And when is that going to happen? That's already happening out there, uh-huh. but they're trying to collect $20,000 mm-hmm. and school supplies. So, right now, we collected here about $500 almost uh-huh. um, with the vendor fees, and we have these what is it like four boxes of school supplies and we're still going to get more because a lot of the people that came and found out uh what what this mercado was for are going to be donating it and bringing it to my job okay so this mercado collected the vendor fees um so all the vendor fees are going to be donated to border angels half of the border half of the fees half of the fees okay so for this mercado half of the vendor fees have raised five hundred dollars and that's a direct donation to border angels and you've also collected four boxes and you also created awareness so that more people are going to be coming to drop off school supplies to the middle school throughout the week yes and you said that you've been going so this is not the first time that you personally going but is this the first time that this mercado is is raising funds and you know gathering supplies for border angels or yes it is the first time okay I, i think it's really really great that um vendors uh, latinx vendors are coming together to not only help support each other and to support themselves and their businesses but also supporting uh supporting in by fundraising mm-hmm. yes we actually had la tiendita sagrado corazón there i believe they're from concord or like richmond i'm not sure i'm sorry but they reached out to me on thursday morning and they're like is there still space we want to be part of this great cause yeah so get mejor que you know doing things like this we're gonna do another one in october and we're i'm trying to that vendor fee half of the vendor fee is gonna go to um border kindness mm-hmm. which is another group that's collecting um, funds um in mexicali so when is your next event october and where, where, where what are the details of that event? so next one is october 26 and it's going to be here again at bancroft middle school uh, we're going to call it dia de los muertos mercado matoli presents dia de los muertos and it's also our two-year anniversary of my husband and i when we created hijas del maiz oh congratulations um, yeah thank you so we're going to have um over 70 aztec dancers we're going to have ceremonia from 12 o'clock to 3 p.m mm-hmm. and then we're also going to have 10 tables out then we're going to create a community altar so if anybody wants to come and bring a picture or an ofrenda for the altar they're welcome to oh sounds beautiful yeah. sounds like so much fun it's like a community altar to bringing also the community of people who've passed on together in one place to honor them that's really nice i like that so um I'll put the details of that event in the podcast notes. And then right now what I could do is uh, ask a few of the vendors that are here for them to share their story and share about their business and what they do. Okay. Thank you. 
Okay, so I'm here with a vendor, uh, another vendor of this event. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us the name of your business and what do you sell and maybe how did you start your business? Uh, well, uh, my name is Frida and I have my own business. It's called Amada Frida. It's with me and my mom. We sell our art and what I do is I do, um, well, I like to draw and I do digital art. So I create stickers and I also make postcards, but currently I've been trying to make t-shirts and... Um, and that's been kind of a struggle, like trying to find a good vendor, like making t-shirts. But um, my mom also does um, hand-painted um, plates and bowls. And so we, together we sell our stuff. And we came to um, to Ven today, mainly because Miss Garcia invited us. And I honestly, when I first started to sell my art, I felt like almost shy, I guess, or kind of like I didn't want people to know about my art or like put it out there mainly because I was afraid of what people would think but honestly because of Miss Garcia she made me uh, she motivated me to create my business and to put myself out there and make my stickers and you know just to continue and to be proud of what I do instead of uh, pushing away and trying to hide what I do so, you know, honestly, I'm very grateful for her and for her motivating me into doing what I do. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. That's really cool you had someone like that in your yeah, life to yeah, push yeah. you. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm very grateful. And, of course, my mom, too. She always motivates me to continue to do my art and to, um, you know, continue to make stickers and everything. And she's very supportive. And, yeah, I love she honestly started painting because she, always, she would always see me, like, painting in my room. So, and... <coughs> It does help, like, relax, so, like, she loves painting now. So, like, yeah, we sell our art together. Um, maybe about a year ago? Yeah, not not so long, but recently we still started selling. Uh, but, you know, we're still small. Like, we don't have that many, that much of a following, of course, but, you know, hopefully over time we get, we grow more and go to different, go to sell in different areas. So, you know, I'm excited for the growth. What? What's the most important thing you've learned since opening up your art and turning it into a business? I'd, I'd say the most important thing is to not be so shy. Because I'm a very shy person and I get like almost like scared, I guess, to talk to new people. And so, um, you know, going out there and um, selling everything, you have to, you, of course, you have to be like friendly and um, outgoing so, so people can actually purchase your art so they could know who you are and I, vending and helped me like break that shell and uh, you know just meet new people and it's this is very this, vending has taught me a lot because it also teaches me about like, business and selling and money and everything but it's also like it, I met a lot of new people so. that's cool yeah, I think that owning owning a business is hard for anybody at any age, and I totally understand what you mean too about like putting yourself out there. It's it's very very personal, um, but it also has helped me to build confidence, and I think for you too, right? Like putting yourself out there, talking to people, meeting people, and seeing how people respond to your yeah. art that's very personal right yeah like usually when i go up to people and they ask me like oh how old are you and i tell them my age they're like wow like you're so young like having your own business and it feels good you know to like 
like be young and like have my own like little business selling my things. So, how old are you? I'm 15, about to turn 16. <laughs> yeah, I'm so young. <laughs> That's good. I'm really, really happy for you, and you. I wish you and your mom the best. Thank and you. Uh, continue to put yourself out there, yeah, even though sure. it is. It can be difficult, but yeah. it's okay. Something good will come up from it. Yeah, and uh, thank you again for the interview, for the opportunity to interview me. But yeah, I can't wait for the growth and to meet a bunch of people and Ben more. Yeah, I'm very excited. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so I'm here with another vendor, um, Christina, and she actually sells something unique that I didn't and I didn't see anybody else selling. You want to share what you sell and and why you decided to participate in this mercado today? Of course. So um, I sell. I'm an independent consultant for paparazzi, and um, so basically I get jewelry through them and I sell it for five dollars. Everything is five dollars, so um, very cheap and very beautiful jewelry. And um, the reason why I came here was also to help support the Border Angels <laughs> and also just to get myself out there because this is actually my first event. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I just had to find something to start with and this was my first thing so it was exciting. It was a good turnout too. Oh, good. So we'll <laughs> how long have you been selling paparazzi? I've only been selling for about two months. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so besides this event, how's it going? It's going good. I do just like live videos on Facebook, um, but other than that, like I'm, I wanted to start doing more events and maybe like flea markets or something. Oh, okay, yeah, I know all about direct sales. Um, yeah. My my daughter and I, we used to sell origami owl jewelry, the lockets. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I have. Yeah, cool. we used to sell the jewelry. It's really nice and cute. They had like yeah. affirmation jewelry and stuff too. Um, so yeah, I know all, all about that yeah. <laughs> direct sales vendor life, um, but it's nice to see uh, a Latina vendor like yourself here supporting. You know, even though you, even though you didn't create everything specifically yourself, it's yeah. still your business. Yeah. You're still right. running it. You're still owning it. You know, and the proceeds still go to your household. I know I. For me, I, I don't know if this is for you, but for me, um, I felt a little intimidated sometimes as a direct sales uh, person or as an independent um, sales person. I felt sometimes intimidated. I was like, well, I'm kind of selling someone else's thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did get a few questions like, did you make this jewelry? And I'm just like, no, I'm just an independent consultant. But those people did also buy too. So they still supported me, even though they knew that I didn't make it and they were fine with that. Yeah. But it is. Like, kind of weird. And I feel like I do have a lot of competition out there with people that do make their own things because people do love to see handmade stuff. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of understand what you mean. It's awkward, but at the same time, I'm glad you I'm glad you did come and I I'm glad you are participating because no matter what, you you still are a vendor. You still are a business owner, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad. And there's always something there for everyone, right? Yes. So what do you see for your business in the future? You said you wanted to join more events. Yes. Um, hopefully I get to join more events and just get a bigger clientele. I also have where, you, where people can check out my website. It's jewelsbytina.com. And so they can go on there and purchase through my, basically through me. And they're just more jewelry that I don't, maybe I don't have in stock right now at the moment. And they'll be able to see more items on there. 
So just put my name out there is what I want to do. That's cool. That's good. I congratulate you. It is hard to put yourself out there sometimes. And I'm happy that you're here to participate today and um, able to contribute to the Border Angels. So I'm happy about that. Thank you. And thank you for having me on here. I've never been on a podcast, so I'm nervous. (laughs) I miss not too bad. (laughs) But thank you so much. Even though you're nervous, thank you. So here I have the owner of Sweet Tooth, and he makes delicious, well, I saw cookies and cupcakes, but I don't know if you make anything else. you want to introduce yourself and tell us yeah, sure. what you make and how you started your business? Yeah, so my name is Robert. Um, I'm located in Modesto. I make custom cakes, cookies, cupcakes, any all occasion items, um, anything baked I'll make. Um, I started when I was about 14 and kind of just grew from there. Um, now, you know, licensed and selling and kind of venturing out into the vendor world and trying to just, you know, make a name for myself. Cool. So how long have you been officially selling as Sweet Tooth? Um, for the past four years, five years. Uh, okay. So you're located in Modesto and we're in San Leandro. Is this like the farthest you've been or... Or do you travel or? No, it's definitely the farthest. Okay. <laughs> okay. So normally you just sell locally. Like, do you get hired for events or? Yeah. yeah. So I usually get hired for events. Um, I also work at the Double Tree in Modesto. So there's different, you know, opportunities and stuff there that I kind of get to venture out into. And oh, cool. That's very, very smart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so can you tell us the flavors of your cupcakes and cookies? I know I wasn't able to get any cupcakes because they sold out, but I got some really, really, really beautiful cookies Thank of you. different flavors. But Yeah, so our cupcakes today, we had a chocolate mazapan cupcake. We had an arcoiris. We had... Wait, can you explain the arcoiris? Because I know what arcoiris is, yeah. but can you explain that to yeah. other people? I'll tell you the flavors. So the chocolate mazapan is a chocolate cupcake with peanut butter buttercream, crumbled mazapan on top, and topped with a piece of a chocolate-covered mazapan. The arcoides is a vanilla cupcake, um, coconut Swiss meringue buttercream, topped with shredded coconut, and of course the cookie to symbolize what it is. Um, we had a duvlain cupcake, which was the swirl of chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Um, and the fourth cupcake was an abuelita cupcake. So it's abuelita cake uh, made from, you know, the tablet and topped with a mocha buttercream and a chocolate-covered almond. Ooh, yeah, see, that's why I wasn't able to get any because they all look, look so delicious. I'm looking at Joanna's stash of cupcakes right here. I think that if there's one missing later, I don't think she's going to miss it. Take it. <laughs> Just take it. Okay, I so, saw nothing. Okay, okay. Can you tell me about your cookies? Because I was sorting through your pile of cookies and they were all beautiful, but you had a few different flavors. So the flavors of cookies that I offer are vanilla, lemon, spiced, peanut butter, confetti, and chocolate chip. Okay, so I was able to get... Okay, well, I was sold at the pumpkin pie slice. Like, the cookie is shaped like a pumpkin pie slice. This is my favorite. Like, pumpkins are my favorite. Like, fall is my favorite. When fall comes and pumpkins are there, like, I make pumpkin everything. I'm talking about, like, pumpkin smoothies, pumpkin oatmeal, pumpkin, like, um... Crema de calabaza, like every. (laughs) Okay, I haven't. I I used the pumpkin to eat it. I haven't gone that far yet. But anyway, I was sold at the pumpkin. 
pumpkin pie slice cookie. I also got a cute little unicorn one for my daughter, one of my daughters. And this one's lemon flavored, right? And then I got a Pikachu and Pokemon ball for my son. He's like so into Pokemon right now. Like I had to download that Pokemon Go game on my phone for him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I also have these other cookies and they're all so beautiful. I, I even told you like I don't want that cookie because it's so pretty. It looks so pretty, like too pretty to eat. But this one is the... The famous Selena Brazier, I guess, yeah, or what is it? Bustier. B Bustier, yeah. It's so cute. It's black with white oh, pearls. And then this cookie, this is like really like a nostalgic cookie, right? Like mm -hmm. you did it on purpose? Yes. 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 So it's actually, a, you know, my tribute to the mother circus animal cookies. Yeah. So it's just a giant chocolate chip cookie with, you know, pink or white icing with all the little sprinkles. It's so pretty. It's like, like, it looks like out of a commercial or something. Okay, what are the other cookies I got? Oh, I got a cute little pink heart that says Bonita. And another one that says Sana Sana Colita de Rana. With a little frog. Yeah. So what, um, what, what in, I know you said you've been doing this for, since you were 14, but a lot of these flavors and, and shapes and designs, they're all, you know, like very cultural. Yeah. So, so they're actually me like they're just things I love you know things that I grew up with you know as far as the cookies you know. I think we all grew up you know with Selena is a big influence our, in our lives yeah. so that's definitely something I like to you know add in there fall I'm with you on that 100% pumpkin and yes, loving everything pumpkin power yes. <gasps> you I'm, should make a cookie that says pumpkin, pumpkin. power <laughs> I will just for you yeah um, I'm a fall baby November 13th so fall is my season um, and then, of course, sana sana colita de rana, that's, I mean, who hasn't heard that phrase? I mean, any kind of, you know, Hispanic, Latino, I mean, even friends of any Hispanic or Latino has heard that phrase from somewhere. Um, and then, you know, unicorns are just popular right now. Everybody yeah. loves those. Yeah, it's so pretty. So, um, if anybody wants to order from you, they could just contact you directly, or do you have a... Yeah, you can contact me directly, or I do have an Instagram. It's sweet underscore tooth underscore ink. Um, yeah, contact me. And um, what made you decide to come over here? You said it's the furthest you've traveled to, to be part of this event today. So, Joanna's one of my good friends that I actually met through vending. Mm -hmm. um, but on top of that, I mean, just the whole, you know event in itself what it was kind of um, just representing and sponsoring was just something that I really liked and I really you know support that all right well thank you so much for sharing your story and for being part of this great event yeah, so. thank you so much it was nice to meet you yeah, thank you <laughs> and now I'd like to take a little break Border Angels is a non-profit organization that advocates for human rights humane immigration reform and social justice with a special focus on issues related to the U.S.-Mexico border. For more information, visit borderangels.org and follow them at borderangelsofficial on Instagram. For the Bay Area chapter, follow at borderangels underscore Bay Area. Okay, so here I have another vendor. He's the co-owner of 
Churros Califas. Churros Califas. You want to introduce yourself and your co-owner and maybe tell us how did you all start selling churros? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so my name is William Mendoza. I'm the co-owner of Churros Califas along with my girlfriend. Her name is Karina Hernandez. Um, and the way that we came about our idea was, uh, I mean, the rest of my family have churro businesses here in the Bay Area. So I kind of learned from them growing up, um, but they never implemented something new. They just did regular churros. And I kind of wanted to bring in a fresh new idea, so we implemented ice cream, and then we do a, uh, we have a popular item called bombitas. So that one is a circular churro ball with a Lindor milk chocolate truffle inside. Uh, we also have our Califas churro ball, uh, and that's a churro in shape of a bowl, literally, and then it's topped with uh, ice cream and any drizzle that you like. So we really wanted to, you know, bring something new and innovative because I feel like that's what businesses are doing now in the Bay Area, just trying to get more attention. Just you got to be unique in your own way. Oh, that all sounds really, really, really delicious. And I'm still trying to envision a churro bowl. Like, it's like, how, how big is it? It's like, like it fits, in, it fits, like fits in the palm of your hand. Yeah, in the palm of my hand. And then you fill it with ice cream? Yeah, it has like an ice cream scoop on top. So it's like the bowl, it's its own little plate for the ice cream scoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Oh my God. It sounds so messy, but so good. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been selling? Like when did you all decide to do this? Uh, so we decided to do this last year. So we started off in, with the idea in September um, because me and my girlfriend recently graduated from college. But we're pursuing postgraduate degrees. Um, she's right now getting her master's in behavioral psychology, and I'm planning on attending law school next year. And uh, we wanted to add an extra income just because the jobs that we have right now, it's not enough to um, come up with enough money to pay for our degrees. Um, so, yeah, we came up with an idea. We wanted to do something uh, that was simple, uh, that would be easy to, uh, easy to make. And uh, like an easy business to run because some of the businesses um, you have to put a lot of time and effort into them, and this one is like it, it requires less of your time and energy into it. Um, and so yeah, we came up with the idea, and then we went about looking for churro carts, and then we found our churro cart on OfferUp, uh, and we bought it <laughs> in November. And then from there, it was like three months obtaining permits and getting legit here in Oakland and doing all the inspections and everything and from I would say about February of this year we started selling pretty steady every weekend uh, we have festivals uh, or caterings that we do for people uh, so yeah we're pretty busy uh, yeah we, we're, we're getting a lot of attention I mean I, I feel like we're more known than the other businesses from my family so and they've been around for like five years so you know just Knowing how to use social media and your connections around has played a big role too with us in, in getting our success. That's cool. That's, that's really cool. So February, it's been what, like six, seven months? Yeah, like six, seven months. Yeah. yeah. And what is your most popular item? Uh, my most popular item, I would say, it's hard, it's hard. I would say it'll be the bombitas and the churro bowl. Yeah, yeah. Those are the most popular items. At first, they were not, and I would get sad because, like, people were like, what, what is that? Like, I don't want to get that. And then, like, we'll just tell them, like, try it. You got to try it. And then, yeah, they'll try it, and then they, they get hooked on them, and then that's all they order. Sometimes they don't even order the regular churros. They just they go straight for the bombitas in the bowls. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So it's like literally a ball and you bite into it and there's like yeah. me- melted chocolate inside? Yeah, so like the ball is, yeah, it, it basically melts when it's frying, so like then it's like boom. And like that's why we call it a bombita because yeah. the chocolate explodes in your mouth, like it's all over your face. So oh like, my god. <laughs> that sounds so good, <laughs> but so dangerous. So why did you all decide to join this mercado today? So uh, we've been working with Joanna uh, from Hijas de Maiz uh, for a while, and then uh, we wanted to also support the, the help that they're giving out to the people in the border. Uh, we feel like it's um, a lot of injustice going on down there, and uh, we want to like help out. We know that like, our participation here um, will help them uh, with anything that they need. Uh, last a few months ago, we did a, uh, we were receiving donations as well, where we sell in our place in Oakland. Um, so then we gave them to Joanna so she could take them down to Tijuana to the people. Um, and it just felt good, you know, giving back to the people. Uh, sometimes, you know, us, we're right here, like, complaining about things and all that. But there's other people that are really having a tough time, you know, trying to get to this country and trying to seek a better life. And, you know, we're already here, so, you know, let's, let's be grateful for what we have and also give back to the people. You know, we might not have a lot, but we try to give um, the most that we can a lot of the times um, yeah and then it, it feels cool like we did a couple of events already here at this school and then yeah they always show us a lot of support here uh, we're always welcome and yeah we, like I said we got to support our own community we got to be with our own community at times yeah yeah for sure but what um what is the next event you're going to or how can people reach you or find out what events you're going to yeah so you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Churros Califas. Um, and then events that are coming up, the next biggest event that we have will be in November 2nd, Dia de los Muertos here in Oakland. Um, it's going to be over there by the Fruitvale District. On, it's going to be on International between Fruitvale and 40th. It's going to be pretty big last year. Um, yeah, last year was the first time that they had done it like in about five years. And it was good to see that in Oakland. It, it brought a lot of people together. Um, yeah, so that's going to be our next big one. And, yeah, I mean, we signed up for events, like, every week. <laughs> so, like, if you follow us on, on social media, you'll see where we're going to be at. That's at Churro Califas? Churros Califas. C-H-U-R-R-O-S Califas. C-A-L-I-F-A-S. Okay, so, like, your name, obviously, is Califas from California, but what? why did you guys decide to go there like what why did, did you name it churros califas i feel like i feel like it, um, if we would have stayed with a traditional name um like where like let's say from our hometowns in mexico i feel like that would have been too traditional because at the end of the day we're not doing something too traditional we're bringing like a little mix here from california with the ice cream uh we paired up with lord's ice cream here in oakland uh they started there in oakland since they've been there since the 1950s so we wanted to you know like bring that culture to it from california as well so we chose the name Califas. like yeah we were on a on a bart ride me and my girlfriend and we started drafting up names and that's the one that made the most sense to us and yeah and then our our logo too uh it's the oakland tree i don't know if you can see it. it's the oakland tree um but it's in churros. It's made with churros, so it's like the Oakland tree made. <laughs> you should sell the Oakland tree and churros for a special event. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing one of these days. Um, probably for a, an Oakland event that they're gonna have. Uh, maybe next first Friday that we're there, I'm gonna bring it out for do like it. a funnel cake. Do it. Yes, <laughs> like, uh, like a funnel cake style, yeah. a churro cake. Yeah. A churro cake. <gasps> we like three invented the. <laughs> 
three different scoops of ice cream. <laughs> oh, oh, hold them to it, people. Go up to Churros Khalifa and ask him, where's yeah. my churro cake? All right, I'll, I'll bring it out next <laughs> <on> Friday. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for participating in the event. Thank you for sharing with us. And um, they smell so good, so now it's my turn to go get some churros. So okay. Go. All right. Thank you. Okay, so my last guest here today is Julie. She's a blogger for Mariposa de Frontera. You want to introduce yourself and tell us what, what that's all about? Yes, so I started, I transitioned my, pri my personal account to Mariposa de Frontera, which is um, Butterfly on the Border. And I changed my Instagram because I wanted to kind of expand away from my mom and my father who is deported artist and hijas de maíz and I want to start talking about how his deportation has affected me um, just my daily life as I am a third year um, in college and I do uh, go visit my dad every month so I wanted to share my my journey and I also wanted to start a business which is not really for profit it's um, more a business to help others so my mom and my dad help those who are deported and I want to help the children of families who are separated. So I am coming out with somewhat of a business, somewhat of a line. Um, I'm not going to say anything until about October 26th, which is the two year anniversary of Ihaz and Maiz and Deported Artists. And I'm going to come out with my business that will benefit. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a rocky road. It was really funny how it all came about. I was at, um, me and my mom teach quinceanera valses and we were at a quince practice and we started talking about, hey, we should do shirts for my dad. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know where I started crying. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, well, I had an idea and I wanted to start selling things that had to do with kids that are deported or deported or like not kids that are deported kids that have um, fathers or mothers or grandparents who were deported and are separated and separated family and uh, she's like oh my gosh that's such a great idea and we started talking that night and then from then on it's been slow but um i've been getting help from different vendors and it's been really nice to know that i have support mm -hmm. so yeah that's a little bit yeah good i'm so happy that you're doing that because you know your mom has her own business and she's doing it for her own reasons and your dad is an artist and he you know he owns his own business selling his art and he does it for his own reasons and your perspective is completely different and you definitely will identify with a lot of people will identify with you so i'm so happy for you julie and i'm i can already like see all of the people that are going to benefit from you sharing your story and also anything that you do so we can't wait for october 26 to hear more about it and um so how has it been in the past couple years you know helping out your mom and like putting on events like this um it's been very stressful me and my mom have like a really good relationship but like when it comes to like when we talk about vending things and I, we sometimes get in a fight like it's i don't know it's funny because sometimes i'll be like no you can't do this or she's like no but i want to do it and it's like marketing or like selling and then um she she gets she like makes fun of me because when we started this mercado we did one and it was kind of like open to the community and then we did another one which is like vendor more vendor um friendly so like, we had more vendors that we knew from like when we did um, Latino, um, Mercado Latinx 209 and different events that we saw um, other vendors at um, she's like I told her I was like I want it like this and she's like no so it's been it's a really like 
hate love relationship when it comes to ending for, with me and my mom because we always see like mm-hmm. Ida. We don't see Ida eye a lot. Mm-hmm. So and um, I don't know. It's been nice that she includes me in things. I feel like it's been helping me not be shy because even though like I'm open in some ways, I'm very shy when it comes to talk. I, I used to be very shy, but now I direct like the mercado. Like I help her direct it, and it's like. It's kind of nice, I guess. I don't know how to explain that. But yeah, so um, it's been nice. It's been a good experience because um, it's been a good experience. I feel like I've been able to grow like business-wise and it's going to help me with my business. Um, at first, I used to be really shy vending. Like, I didn't want to vend. Um, I had an excuse not to go to vending events because I was working, so it was a plus. Um, but then I started hanging around with vendors and I stopped working at my weekend job and I started coming to vending events and I kind of got the hang of it. I recent, like I believe it was Dia de los Muertos in Oakland when I started really getting into vending, which is not too long ago. It's barely going to be a year that I barely got into vending with my mom. And um, from then on, I kind of just took over like helping her and when she can't do an event, I'll do it which I, the first one I did was in September, which was really scary for me because <laughs> I was alone, like alone setting up, alone packing. But it's helped, it's helped me a lot. Um, and yeah, it's been, it was, uh, we didn't start vending until I was in my first year of college. I, we talked about this in Mercado Latinx 209. Yeah. Your other uh-huh. episode, yeah. So it's been, um, it's been really hard to juggle everything because I feel like I have, like two social lives I have like school and work and then I have vending life and it's um it's a lot but I try and then somehow I squeeze in going to Mexico which is very tiring I try I try to go during school but it's hard um because I get back like on Sunday night and then I have class Monday and I take very long naps because I'm very tired of the nine hour drives (laughs) yeah yeah well I mean I just keep on, you know, sigue luchando or continue echando la ganas, everything. Like, it's all very, very good and very, very inspirational. And I can't wait to, you know, hear your big announcement. And um, your parents are already doing great things. So, yay, congratulations to you. you. And so people can find you on Instagram as mariposa underscore the underscore barrio. I mean, frontera, sorry. Frontera, Navario, Frontera. But yeah, I'm Mariposa de Frontera. You can um, also find me under any pictures that are tagged by Hijas del Maíz or Deported Artists. And I hope you guys come out to our next event, which is October 26th. I don't know if this will air before then, but hopefully you guys come. Um, but yeah, so today we had the Mercado Amatoli, the second one we put on. And I think it was, it was, it went well, I believe. We, you know, always can be better, but... For the second time, I think it went good. And we did do this to raise funds for Border Angels, which my mom ha- my mom and my dad have been working close with to bring thing- to um, b- grab donations. We started, I believe it was back in July, and we were collecting donations at any event we went to. We started, um, we promoted it, and we got a lot of donation in Mercado Latinx 209. Thank you for everybody out there in the t- 209 for coming out and giving us donations especially a lot of vendors today too thank you for the um the donations we'll be taking them out next weekend september 14th and we're going to mexico to tj yay oh it's really special that you all do that and it really does bring a connection to like here the bay area to tijuana you know not all of us can 
go and physically be there so i do appreciate you and your mom and all of your family and everybody who does that like you're already going there to go visit your dad but to take extra time out and for all of you to do that is really really it's amazing so thank you so much well thank you for coming and you know supporting us too with um, recording we really appreciate it because we know not a lot a lot of vendors get shy but I, i'm glad that you come and they can share their story too and i'm glad that this hopefully will also help us more with the border angels and get more donations or just have people be aware that there is a border angel chapter in the bay area and you guys can always follow them on instagram and they oh they do um almost once a month they do a caravan love of caravan and they take um donations out there so follow them on instagram border angels of bay area well, great thank you we'll definitely put all their information in the podcast notes and thank you so much thank you for having me again thank you for listening to relate and elevate find me on instagram at giselle's world and on facebook at gm strategist make sure to visit my website giselmartin.com And please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.